All right, good morning, everybody. Uh, Great to see you again. I haven't seen you since last year, so I wonder how many weeks can I keep saying that at the convents, okay? Um, And we have ordinary time, which is just so wonderful, wonderful. And uh, so I've been thinking and praying and preaching a lot about the basics of Christianity, back to basics. And uh, if I had to title today's homily, uh, which I will, uh, on the podcast there will be Boring is Better. That's my message today, Boring is Better. Um, So the letter to the Hebrews, we have this uh, kind of commentary on if today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts, and to hold fast to the Lord, to the, you know, the essence of the the substance of of Jesus to the end, and that's that's how we're going to make it. And uh, responsorial psalm is that if today you hear his voice, um, harden not your hearts. And then the gospel, this uh, leper who is miraculously healed, and Jesus warns him sternly, which is an interesting, you know, he really warned him strongly, hey, don't tell anybody, just... You know, go about your business, and then the guy, he's a blabbermouth, he goes around telling everybody, and then what happens, Jesus has to hide out because things are getting crazy. So um, these uh, readings fit together quite nicely, actually. And uh, I, I remember praying over this line, if today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. How would hearing the voice of God lead us or, you know, to have hard hearts? That, that sounds uh, counterintuitive, doesn't it? You'd think, wow, if I could hear the voice of God... God would say something to me, then um, it, it would, you would think it would be the opposite, huh? That my heart would become softened. My, I would, you know, and uh, the thing being, uh, if God speaks a word to us, it could go either way. Actually, that's what they're saying there. You know, if uh, we could receive that word, and we could grow and deepen in our faith and our hope and in our charity, and we could grow in holiness and virtue, and you know, grow in repentance for our sin. Or, you know, it could go the other way, you know. Um, So I would like to think that maybe, God bless you, this leper could be an example of that, you know. He received a miraculous healing. Whoa. Um, And instead of obeying what Jesus said, he, you know, did the opposite. He was going around telling everybody and stirred up a whole bunch of controversy. And uh, I think there's there's a little insight we can glean from that, which could be really helpful for us, particularly those of us who are discerning. I am um, discerning our vocation. You know, there is a danger, which I would like to tell you about. It's a pitfall uh, in your discernment, and it, it actually carries over to just our faith life, to be looking for the big, glamorous, glitzy, extraordinary, unusual, crazy, uh, un, you know, thing from God. Um, now we're we are formed to look for that, aren't we? Because of the culture, you know. Nobody watches a movie called Thor Does His Laundry, okay? You know, Iron Man Mows the Lawn, you know? Nobody will make that movie. Nobody will watch it, you know? Uh, Wonder Woman Cooks Lunch, uh, Dinner, you know? Um, So, you know, in in entertainment, you know, there's this kind of like, every movie, there's some big, crazy, unusual thing that happens. You know, aliens show up from another planet and they want to eat us, you know, like, and it's always New York City, right? It's always where they come, so you may want to go visit a, visit a religious order in Nebraska, okay? Just, the aliens never go there, okay? Um, I'm from Indiana, so I can say that. No, no offense to you all in the Midwest, okay, calm down. Um, but, you know, and then like even with the news, right? You know, with the news, uh, the um, the people who are putting out the news, whether it be on the radio, which is how we get the news, or on TV or on the internet, you know, there needs to be a catchy headline, right? Nobody is going to click on a story that says 
Boy Scout helps old lady across the street. <laughs> you know, like, you get a merit badge for that, by the way. But, um, you know, but it's like some big, crazy, awful thing that happens, you know, or somebody's seen in, nude in public or, you know, they've killed people or, you know, all these just weird kind of, kind of crazy things. That's what gets clicked on, you know, and they, they uh, have analytics. They have people who analyze the statistics of what's getting clicked on and, and then they're able to figure out that, you know, this is what is going to be likely to get more traffic. And then that shapes how the, the future news stories come out. So this is the culture that so many of us have, are growing up in or are formed by. And uh, without realizing it, um, there, there could be this thing in us that is kind of needing the eye candy, if I could put it that way, like looking for something that's really crazy and unusual and extraordinary. And uh, that can carry over into our faith life. You'll see that with some people that are just kind of obsessed with like looking for things that are really extreme and powerful. And we prayed and God showed up and the glory came down and the angels were blowing trumpets. And, you know, and they're just always looking for kind of manically like hungry for, you know, um, something like visions and messages and miraculous things. And um, there's a danger there, you know, even in our faith life, but even in our discernment that... Um, Boring is better, actually. Boring is better. Um, and a lot of the saints write about that. John of the Cross, Teresa of Avila, they warn people, don't be looking for, you know, visions and apparitions and locutions and, let, you know, praying like, Lord, just let me levitate, you know, like, uh, you know, don't, there's a danger if you're, you're constantly looking for that. Even um, the theology of the miraculous, John Paul II gave six Wednesday catechesis, teachings on the miracles of Jesus. And you can Google and look that up. And in there, he talked about how Jesus never did a miracle just for the sake of entertaining people. You know, that in the four Gospels, when they present the, the stories of the miracles that Jesus did, there was always a, a theological meaning and purpose there. You know, that it wasn't like a magic trick or anything like that. But, you know, there was always something that was there. It was connected to the call to conversion. It was connected to the message of mercy, to the Gospel. You know, and the miracles were supposed to help people to live their faith and to be more docile and open to God. Um, so let's translate that over into our life of discernment. Now, I was the vocation director for quite a while with the Friars. And I have a couple of funny stories for you. When you're the vocation director, who's the vocation director for the sisters? Sister Claire, oh. We went to college together, so we've known each other a long time. We're still here, sister, we're still here. Um, so when I was the vocation director, you're, you know, we're dealing with all these guys who are discerning. And without a doubt, when you're discerning, Let's be honest. Can we have a, a come to Jesus moment in the chapel here? Okay. You, we're looking for a sign, right? We're trying to figure out, God, what do you want me to do with my life? And so there needs to be some kind of a sign, some kind of communication, some kind of word from the Lord. And then, you know, if only I could just have one apparition of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And then she could imprint her image on my sweatshirt and uh, tell me what I'm supposed to do and I'll do it, you know. And um, So a couple of funny stories. Once I was giving a um, vocation retreat at our friary in London and uh, all the guys in Europe who are discerning, um, how's it going, you guys? Um, bonjour, <laughs> comment allez-vous? This guy was from France. He was on the vocation thing. And so I meet with him and I say, tell me your story. Why, why is it that you're thinking you'd like to join the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal? Well, he had this amazing story of walking the Camino, you know, the, the way to, to Compostela and uh, very famous. And there's movies about that and, and he's walking He's on pilgrimage and he has this religious experience, this unusual grace that came to him. He's on some random street and he had an experience of God and he, he just knew in his being that God was real and that he felt a desire to give his life to God. Beautiful. Just, you know, I have no doubt that that was authentic. So at that moment, 
he looks up and he's on a corner and he sees the street sign and one of the streets that he's on the corner of is the Avenue of the Americas. That was the name of the street. And uh, because he receives this grace from the Lord, he sees this sign, literally a sign now, okay, <laughs> Avenue of the Americas. He immediately thinks, oh, I heard of those Bronx Friars, the Bronx Brothers, you know, and so they're in America. Uh, so I mustn't, maybe I'm supposed to join them, you know, so he, so he misinterpreted it. So he comes to the vocation thing in London and he's sharing this with me. And so I start asking him, well, do you have a desire to serve the poor, which is a big part of our charism? Well, no, not really. You know, do you have a desire to live in community, you know, fraternity, brotherhood? It's just really big for our charism as friars. Well, no, not really. And I kind of went down the list of all of the things that it would take to, to have a vocation with the friars of the renewal and to join. And he wasn't attracted to any of it. And then also you have to come to America because of all of our formation is in New York City, postulancy, novitiate, all of that. And, oh, I, I don't want to leave France, you know. It's like, well, I'm pretty sure you don't have a calling to us, you know. And he had received a grace, which was unusual and extraordinary, but he would misinterpreted what it meant. And, you know, and I tried to help him with that, and hopefully he's, he's found his way. But um, now the other story, which is kind of really funny, is in um, I was the friar who initiated the beginning of kind of outreach over the internet. We're like a little behind the times, you know, we're, we're not no tech, but we're kind of low tech. So, you know, I'll go to the public library later and upload this homily, but we don't have the internet in our friaries. But I was the guy who started like a little uh, email list where guys who were interested in us could sign up. And I had even heard some of the ladies were signing up just to like uh, follow the friars. But anyways, and uh, it was the early days of doing that. And the guy who's web guy that was doing it for us, there was no password on this email list. Well, somebody hacked the email list and there was these emails that looked like it was coming from the friars, but all had pornography in it. It was like, oh, is there a devil? Yes, there is. And uh, so we had to change that and put a password on it so that, you know, that wouldn't happen. And um, so he's like, well, test it out. So without thinking, I just composed an email and I just had the word yes. And I sent it thinking, well, yes, it works now. You know, we fixed the problem. Well, there was 3,000 guys on this email list. And with no context, out of the clear blue, they get a random email from me, the vocation director, just cryptically stating, yes. <laughs> and for two weeks, I was like, oh, kinds of phone calls and everything. Like, you know, did you read my soul? There's a mystical answer to some sign I was looking for, and all these people wanted to join. You know, as soon as I get out of prison, I'd like to join, you know. <laughs> And uh, it's like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, oh golly. So uh, my sisters and all of you who are listening, um, boring is better. You know, the living of our faith, the living of our faith, you know, prayer, you know, following Jesus, making an effort to get to know him, you know, the rosary, the tried and the true, the basics, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. Living the virtues, you know, struggling to, to obey the Ten Commandments. And and really seeking him and walking with him. And when, when we're trying to do that, back to basics, ordinary time, just living the faith, then God will lead us in ways that we need. You know, it may, if it's some big extraordinary grace you receive, you have the ability to interpret it correctly and follow. And if it's just the simple thing, like I felt at home, I felt at peace, I felt a certain sense of joy and consolation, bingo, join, <laughs> you know, join, join. And, um, but that's where it's at, um, you know, you know, all these extraordinary things at places like Guadalupe or Lourdes or Fatima or any other apparition spot that's happening, you know, the heart of it is living it, living the message, living the faith, you know, following the Lord. 
so that we won't harden our hearts. You know, there are people who saw the miracle of the son of Fatima who did not convert. There are people who can go to Lourdes and you still see the miraculous spring of water at Lourdes. It's still flowing. You can go there on a live webcam, you know, and over YouTube and watch it. And there are people who still don't convert. You know, there are, there are the miracles. You think of the, the 10 plagues in the book of Exodus, you know, when they were trying to leave Egypt and there were all the, you know, and Pharaoh hardened his heart. You know, so God is at work, and uh, even if something big and crazy and extraordinary was to happen, it's no guarantee that you're going to, like, be able to do what you need to do. Um, so just the back to basics, boring is better, the, the tried and the true, uh, following the Lord day to day, something that's not always so exciting. It wouldn't make a great movie. It wouldn't make a great news story. Uh, you know, just, you know, following the Lord, you know, letting him lead us step by step. And uh, that, is the, uh, that is the way, that is the path that God will lead us. So let's pray for that grace this day. Amen.